This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. The demonstration is over now, but the issue is far from over. What to do about the mounting crisis over migrants? Every day, buses continue to pour into the city, and the problem is the city ran out of beds and funds a long time ago, and many taxpayers have run out of patience. Dozens took to Gracie Mansion Sunday afternoon, and it got heated. Organizer Curtis Lewa criticizing Mayor Adams, who earlier this summer said he would welcome a few migrant families at Gracie Mansion if allowed. The next day he flipped the script and he said, they tell me I can't do that. Who told you you can't do it? You're the mayor. To the migrant crisis in New York City, boiling over on Staten Island. Residents lashed out at migrant children and their parents housed by the city in a former elementary school. The foul language, so bad we can't air much of it, and it caused some of the asylum seekers to leave fearing for their safety. Migrants started arriving at the school despite a lawsuit trying to block the site from being used as a shelter. There were two contradictory rulings in the case. Will the migrants stay or will they be forced to go? For now, the asylum seekers are going to be staying right here in this neighborhood neighborhood in a school that's no longer being used as a school that the city owns. And I have to tell you that the residents in this neighborhood are not happy about it. They've been staging protests and they are vowing to continue to fight until these asylum seekers are moved to someone else's neighborhood. First to 10 for the Giant 14. Rogers with the fade for Wilson in the touchdown. To my point, he threw an absolute dart. We need you to win this. Not a bigger supporter than me right here. And there's a lot of folks in New York City, President Trump, that love you still. I walk by your your place of residence on Fifth Avenue almost every day. See your name all over the city. I know you live in South Florida. You'll always be a great New Yorker to a lot of us here. So continued success. Please come back again because I want to help you get back to where you belong. Pennsylvania Avenue. Well, I appreciate it. And you are number one, and you're a great guy and a great friend. And just take care of yourself. And we'll speak to you again soon. Don't give up on us, baby. Don't make the wrong seem right. The future isn't just one night. It's written in the moonlight. David Soul, as I said earlier this morning, Hutch, <laughs> big tough guy on Starsky and Hutch, singing a song like this, Don't Give Up On Us, Baby. Today, David Soul is 80 years old. Unbelievable. Both Paul Michael Glazer, who played Starsky, and this man, David Soul, who played Hutch, are 80. 
80. And then, of course, in the open, you heard everything from the Curtis Sliwa rally at Gracie Mansion. He was arrested for the third time in a week yesterday to what's going on on Staten Island to Aaron Rodgers throwing that beautiful touchdown pass on the Jets' preseason win over the Giants on Saturday to President Trump last time he was on May 11th. And, yes, this is Trump week on Sitting Friends in the Morning. President Trump back on this show coming up this Friday at 8.40 a.m. You know I love Trump, but I love a lot of guys. Last time Larry Elder was in studio, I loved him, and I've loved him for years. He was on with me and Bernie a bunch over the last couple of years. Big radio guy out in California. They did the recall to get rid of Gavin Newsom. I was hoping Larry Elder would win. And guess what? That awful debate last week, there were two guys, not just one but two, who say they should have been there. They met all the criteria. Neither was. Perry Johnson, no one cares. And Larry Elder, a lot of us do care. Well, it turns out Larry's pissed and, in fact, leveling a lawsuit. So with that said, here he is, Republican nominee for President of the United States, great radio guy and terrific guy overall, my friend Larry Elder. Larry, good morning, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well, Sid. That was quite a setup for the black face of white supremacy. Thank, thank, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, that's what and, you and are. You're the black face of white supremacy. And, <laughs> I mean, technically, it's not, it's not a lawsuit. It's, it's a complaint that I filed with the uh, Federal Elections Commission. Here's the deal. Uh, the criteria, as you know, are 40,000 individual donors. Check. Uh, 20, 200 had to come from 20 different states. Check. And you had to submit three polls where you were at at least 1%. Check, check, check. Get a phone call from Ronald McDaniel. I'm sorry. We're disqualifying you. Why? Because one poll you submitted we can't use. Which one? Rasmussen. Why can't you use it? Well, it's affiliated with Donald Trump. Well, assuming that's true, what does that have to do with me? Well, any poll affiliated with any candidate can't be used by any other candidate. I said the same Rasmussen poll that you guys quote all the time, the same one that was the most accurate in 2016, yeah, can't use it. So we submitted another one, but then they said you submitted that one too late. Even though the polling of that one was done before the deadline, the results weren't published until after the deadline. So they said that I'm not eligible because I submitted that one too late. Now, check this out, Sid. One of the guys up there gave a $20 gift certificate for a $1 donation. That apparently is okay. Another guy up there gave a commission for people to go out and get other people, and then they got commission for getting other people. That apparently is okay, but I did it the old-fashioned way. I said, go to my website, LarryOla.com, make a contribution. That's apparently not good enough. And by the way, five or so of these polls, national polls, never even mentioned my name. So I don't know how you get 1% when they don't even mention your name. While mentioning names like Liz Cheney, who isn't even running, or uh, Glenn Youngkin, who isn't even running, or Mike Mm. Pompeo, who who isn't even running. Mm. So in short, I got shafted. So I'm filing a complaint. My lawyer is a former chair of the Federal Election Commission. He argues that by not putting putting me up there, by not using the same criteria against me, against the other ones that made it, essentially what uh, RNC did was give an in-kind contribution to the eight people who made it, and also what Fox News did was give an in-kind contribution to those who made it. So therefore, both could be subject to a $100 million fine by the FEC. Wow. Well, you know I'm on your side with this, uh, Larry. Bergam is a guy also that did that gift certificate nonsense. He ended up on stage, and he's not nearly as good as you are. I mean, look, I'll get to the debate in a second, but clearly, you know, you mentioned that Rasmussen polled Donald Trump. I was told by somebody in your team that they even bum-rushed Don Jr. and Kimberly out with security. So clearly the RNC, the folks at that debate, were um, were anti-Trump. And is that fair to say? Well, 
Well, that's right. I didn't even mention that. Not only was I barred from the debate, I was barred from the debate venue. They put up a big sign at security and said, if Elder shows up, don't let anybody on his team uh, enter the building. So now what? I'm on the RNC watch list. Yeah. But what is that? Look, I understand the Trump thing. I get that. But where does that come from with you? What have you done to deserve any of this? I, I guess they thought I was going to show up there with a bomb or something. I have no idea. Sid. All I know is that big, a big sign right at the security, don't let Elder's campaign team in. By the way, Rasmussen said Trump had nothing to do with their poll, did not commission it, did not even know that they were doing it. And Rasmussen contacted the RNC before they did the poll to make sure that they were using the rules and regulations properly. And the RNC never said, oh, by the way, you guys are not eligible. So any way you slice it, I, I got shafted. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Law, where winning is no accident. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. So what happens now, Larry? You've been at this now for, I guess, about a year. Uh, you don't make the, now. There's another debate coming. I know that my wife's birthday, late September, debate number two. Uh, I mean, are you going to be allowed there? I mean, what, what do you do now to further your campaign? Well, it hasn't been a whole year. I officially announced on April the twentieth on what turned out to be Tucker Carlson's deck to the last show. What happens next is the next debate is here in California at the Ronald Reagan Library on the twenty seventh of September, and I've got to get three percent in the polls and have fifty thousand individual donors. Hard to get to three percent when you aren't on the stage uh, to tell people what what you're all about. Right. Uh, but we're still doing it. We're doing uh, shows like yours and uh, other shows. I did Charlemagne the God recently. I think I'm going to do it again. Hopefully, we're trying to get on the View. Uh, I'm doing a lot of radio, print, TV interviews, and um, and you know, I I just hope I can make that debate. But, but, but wait, 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 listen. I, I, Charlemagne the God is an interesting guy. Okay. Uh, most people wouldn't think Charlemagne the God and Sid Rosenberg would get together in the same room, but uh, he's actually more fair than people know and, and has called out the Democrat Party on many occasions. I play his stuff, actually. So, But the view, why would the, the – I know it's a lot of eyeballs, but those people hate you. They hate people like us. Well, it's time that some of, the, some of their viewers hear a little common sense, uh, hear a little perspective, because I think most people, when they get the facts, uh, will change their mind. But a lot of people are indoctrinated. For example, you know this shooting that just took place in Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, this racist guy mowed down uh, uh, three black people. Uh, Biden commented on it. Uh, DeSantis, of course, commented on it. Of course, it's horrible. The fact is that a few weeks ago uh, in Tulsa, a black guy walks up to a white man, uh, pulls out a gun, shoots him in the back of the head, kills him execution style, goes to another white man, another part of town, uh, pulls out a gun, shoots him in the back of the head, execution style, admits he did it because they were white. Nobody said anything. Nobody said a word. I've never even heard about this till just now. Just now. Tr- tr- trust me, it happened. Google it. Uh, and it turns out that the truth is that 
most homicide is same race homicide. Blacks who are killed are almost all, always killed by other blacks. Whites who are killed are almost always killed by other whites. But there are about 750 on average interracial black, white or white, black homicides every year. 500 white people killed by blacks, even though blacks are just 13 percent of the population. 250 blacks killed by whites, even though whites are 50 percent of the population. And then forget about homicide, violent interracial black, white crime roughly said about 500 such acts each year. By that, I'm talking about attempted murder, rape, aggravated assault, stuff like that. 85 to 90 percent is the black perp and a white victim, only 10 to 15 percent the other way around. Most people don't know that. But when a white guy pops a black person, it's international news. It gives you the impression falsely that it happens all the time, when in fact it is extremely rare. Whites underrepresent when it comes to committing hate crimes. They underrepresent when it comes to committing shootings, mass shootings, uh, homicides serial killings, and blacks overrepresent in every one of those categories. I'm sorry. And the reason for it is the epidemic, as I would have said had I been on the debate stage, the epidemic of fatherlessness. That's right. Um, That's right. That's it. Right there. When I was on Charlemagne the God, I, I mentioned this, and he wasn't having it. I said, all right, explain this to me. A young white man, a young black man aged 10 to 43 is 13 times more likely to be murdered than a young white man, same demo. Blacks account for 60 percent of the homicides, 60 percent of the shootings, 60 percent of the robberies in America. Uh, A black man, 19 and under, the number one cause of preventable death is homicide, almost always killed by another young black man. White man, same demo, 19 and under, number one cause of preventable death uh, is accidents like drownings or car accidents or a drug overdose. If it isn't fatherlessness, unless you're ready to say, I told him that blacks are just genetically inclined to commit more crime, you have to ask yourself, what the hell is going on? If it isn't fatherlessness, what is it? And they had nothing. No, the, the, listen, the answer is fatherlessness. There's no question about it. Some of these moms, God bless them, are working two and three jobs just to Absolutely. try to pay the bills. And the other ones, quite frankly, are living in drug-addled communities, and they're part of it. So it's a sad commentary, but thank God, Larry, there are real people. Charles Barkley says it all the time. He says, hey, look, before we start blaming white cops and white people, how about we take a look in the mirror? But you do realize that Tim Scott said something similar to that, and Joy Behar on The View said, you ready for this? He doesn't get it. Wait, wait a second. He's a black man living in America. You're a white millionaire Italian living in New York City, but he doesn't get it? He's going to tell you the same thing, Larry. You just don't get it. You don't get it. 70% of black kids enter the world without a father in the home, married to the mother, up from 25% back in 1965. Not 25% of white kids enter the world without a father in the home, married to the mother. And the stats are clear. When you're raised without a dad, you're five times more likely to be poor and commit crime, nine times more likely to drop out of school, and 25 times more likely to end up in Gianna. What's happened with the welfare state, the war on poverty launched by a Democrat? I would like to thank Sid with the best of intentions. We've incentivized women to marry the government and incentivized men to abandon their financial and moral responsibility. Oh, my God. The left doesn't talk about it. The left doesn't talk about it because they caused it. Our side doesn't talk about it because if you're white, they're going to call you uh, a racist. racist. And if you're black, black, you're going to call you an Uncle Tom or, as I would call, the black face of white supremacy. So nobody talks about the number one social problem in America. Oh, my God, I'm in love with you. Larry, don't take that the wrong way. I'm married to a very, very beautiful woman. I'm a very strong, tough guy, but I'm in love with you. Uh, I'm, her- I'm heterosexual, Sid. I know, but so am I. So am I. But this was a, this is worth one night. What you just said is worth one night. Uh, my God. I, I do want to get to the debate, though. You weren't there. And, again, I'm glad you're filing a complaint because you should have been there. You met the criteria. Somebody's got it out for you. I don't know who it is in the RNC, but it ain't right. But I did watch that debate, and I got to tell you, and I'm a Trump guy, and I love you too, but I'm a Trump guy. But I, I watched that debate 
to, to, to see somebody who was going to make me maybe think twice. Maybe, and, and Vivek at this point I find incredibly annoying. I mean, really annoying. I was very disappointed in Tim Scott's uh, appearance. Uh, Chris Christie is nothing but a fat, envious jerk. He's nasty. And I walked away, and, and DeSantis just, you know, grits at the screen all night long and looks angry. I, I, no one that night said to me uh, that, hey, you know what, I'm ready to do this. What about you? Well, well, I think the reason, the top reason said they didn't want me up there is I think that the RNC did not want another sex symbol competing against Chris Christie. <laughs> 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 Seriously, the person who won who won that debate. Thank you. I love thank that. You. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here all week. I'm here all week. The person who won that debate was Donald Trump. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he won the debate. And you know who yeah. came in second? Joe Biden. By not showing up. You're right. right, Joe Biden. You know, when I ran for governor out here, I never said a single negative thing about any of my Republican uh, rivals because I knew the target was Gavin Newsom, not anybody else. Similarly, the target ought to be Biden Harris, not anybody else. And they and to get in that circular firing squad that they did. To me, all you're doing is giving a whole lot of video for Joe Biden to be using in the fall against whoever the nominee is. And, and likely right now, that nominee is going to be Donald Trump. Uh, that's what, uh, what I would have said if I had been, if I had been up there. And, and this lie that America remains systemically racist is getting people killed. It's called the Ferguson effect or the George Floyd effect. Cops pulling back all over the country. And as a result, there are thousands of excess casualties, including a lot of dead people who wouldn't be dead if the police were doing their normal proactive policing. And then we have an absolute meltdown of urban education K-12. 13 public high schools in Baltimore said, I kid you not, 0% of the kids can do math at grade level. And the Democrats oppose school choice while their party elites are, are having their own kids in private school. It's outrageous. Those are the kinds of things I'm bringing to the table that nobody else is bringing to the table. Just had two cops here in New York, two of them, donating to Larry Elder needs to be up there. We need somebody speaking the truth. Just got those two just now. So how can I help you? What can, um, other than making an appearance on this show, and, and a lot of people, a lot in New York listen to this show. So that in itself is a big deal. How can I help you? What can we do? Well, just have me back on. Go to my website, LarryElder.com. Throw something in the tip jar because now I have incurred an unexpected expense because I had to, uh, as, I, as I mentioned, file a complaint with the FEC because they kept me off the debate stage. So uh, anybody that can throw something in the till will really help me get some more advertising. i got to get my poll numbers up from 1% to 3%. I already have 2% in one poll, uh, and if I can get there between now and uh, two days before the debate, uh, I'll be up there. It'll be the biggest comeback since George Foreman. <laughs> yeah. So we have till September the 25th to make sure you're up there the Correct. next time around. Correct. All right, man, Correct. I, I promise you and I swear to you that I will mention this Almost every day because you're a great guy, great guy, and we do need to hear uh, somebody like you up on stage. So you have me in your camp. Hopefully that'll be enough. If not, get the others going. Let's get Larry Elder on stage September the 27th, my man, and good luck. Thanks so much, Sid. God bless. Uh, God bless you. God, I love that guy. Larry Elder. Do it, folks. Go to his website right now. Donate a couple of bucks. Give him something. And uh, make sure we get that guy to 3%. Did you hear what he just said? No. Did you hear now, what I say all the time? Right. But, of course, I get yelled at. Well, the next time you laugh at me for wanting to vote for him, remember that, this interview. What are you talking about? You laugh at me all the time at people who you say have no chance. Well, when did you want to vote for Larry Elder? And the second I heard him the last time. Is that true? Yes, I told him. See, I have no recollection. I have no memory. I I so him. you could be lying. No, I said I loved him.
Well, I'm not going to make fun of you. Then I, in fact, I apologize if it's true, which is probably not true. But I apologize now that I did that in the first place. Well, I, I take your apology right now, and I will <laughs> go back on it in a couple of weeks. So that's fine. <laughs> now, he is, he is refreshing. Of course he's refreshing. To your point. Yeah. But, of course, he makes too much sense. He's out. Yeah, you're and right. He, he can't even. Yeah. He, he met all the requirements that he couldn't. They made up some rule. Oh, you can't use Erasmussen. What is that? Why, why not? I don't know. I don't know. Why, why uh, these stupid things? <laughs> like, the guy makes sense. Yeah. Just elect him. He was great. He was great. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.